You're listening to The Unstoppables, where each week we show you how to overcome obstacles and transform the sting of failure into the reward of growth. And now, here's your host, best-selling author, keynote speaker, and CEO, Bill Woodich. A Renaissance man embodies a classic style with a depth of substance. He's cultured. He has a curious interest in art, literature. Today's guest has a unique talent to weave an engrossing story with an enduring lesson. He's an award-winning speaker. As a matter of fact, he won the Vistage Speaker of the Year Award in 2015. The award referenced the MVP of the speaker community. It recognizes one speaker with the highest volume of well-scored and highly engaging presentations. Let me tell you, these are groups of CEOs and they are tough, tough critics because they've generally heard it all. But until they heard my guest, kind of changed the whole parameters and the arc of trajectory of their expectations because he generally scores around 4.9 out of five, which is incredible in any stretch there was one guy. There was one guy in Grand yeah. Rapids. We're going to go back and win him over, you and me. <laughs> I know I know who he was. Dean is a sales coach and mentor. Sounds like he's a hitman as well. He's got a proprietary system that helps thousands of people get to yes faster with his innovative program, Yescalate. He once showed me a sculpture of the self-made man. It's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, the important takeaway of the sculpture, in my opinion, is that hard work is the common thread of every self-made story. Here to tell his story today is my dear friend, Dean Menudo. Thank you, brother. How are you? I'm honored to be here. My Let man, you look great. You look great. Uh, Welcome to the- You do too. You're a, you do too, rock star. So here's, here's, here's the self-made man. And, uh, and this is what we're all, this is what we're all about, right? Every, every religion that has a book says these two things in the book. Number one, they themselves are makers of themselves. So for those in your audience that are, that are religious, that's actually uh, Matthew 23, seven. And then the other thing is Proverbs 23, seven. The other phrase is from Matthew. And it says, for those who have faith, even more shall be given. So uh, this is the visual if anyone wants to check it out. And, and uh, just like uh, Bill has become an honored friend, so is the artist. Her name is Bobby Carlisle. If you guys look her up, she sells this in all different sizes and all different formats. And, I told you the story about when I first reached out to her, Bill, I called her, I was 21 years old and I'm 53 now. I, I found her out in Denver. I said, I said, Bobby, my name's Dino. You don't know me from Adam, but I just saw this statue. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen. She said, Dino, you can buy that one for $87,000. I said, it's not that cool, Bobby. <laughs> You've got, but it's beautiful. You've shown me a picture. Uh, I own one now. I don't own a $87,000 version. I started with a poster and we worked our way up just like everything. You know, speaking of working your way up, let's, let's go, let's go back and give us and get your pens out because there's, there's, he's going to drop some, some pearls of wisdom on you. Give me a little bit about your background, Dean, and what got you started in what's been a great, incredible career. Well, I think one of the things that you and I share among many things that you and I and a lot of people have in common is that we're seekers. We're seekers of knowledge. And, you know, the questions that that I was seeking as a young man were about, you know, how do I become great as a person, as a as a as a business person, as a salesperson? And and same 
questions you sought and that you talked about in your books, Bill, and that have resonated. And you and I, I would say, have, have drank from so many of the same river of philosophy of wisdom throughout the ages. Everyone's been seeking how to get better. And there's even an ancient phrase that I found and I shared with you and you loved it as well. It's utile et dolce. We're always looking for things that are useful and sweet or useful and fun. And I think about, I think about that in everything I do. So you met my father years ago and you and my father bonded. Um, and uh, my dad is a self-made guy. In fact, the first version of the statue I bought was a little one for Pop when he retired from IBM. And you're a self-made guy. But Pop always said this to me. He said, he said Dino, whatever you want to do, find someone who's already successful doing it and do whatever you can to contribute to them. Get them to like you, get them to wanna to be your friend because you will, they will share with you. So, so the three questions that I have everyone think about, no matter what you wanna do, here's the three questions. Number one, I'll just give you one word for each. Identify, validate, and then calibrate. So this is how you build your skills, you build your craft. Identify people who are already doing it and doing it really well and then validate why those things work for them. You know, just because something works for Bill doesn't mean it's gonna work for me, but I wanna understand why it works. And then the third word is calibrate. You know, how do we dial this up or down to make it our own? You know, there's so much wisdom and so much learning out there. And, you know, if we start with this premise and it's the quote that I'm most proud of and it's actually on the back cover of the first book I wrote. If we start with this premise, Success is not about making a commission. It's about making a difference. So whatever you guys want to do, find someone who's already doing it and ask yourself, how can I make a difference for them? You know, I've been lucky enough, Bill, to, to gather around me really extraordinary people in my life who have wanted to help me, you being one of them. But it started with me asking myself, how can I contribute to this person, right? What can I do for them? Excellent. So. Excellent. Excellent advice. Those are a lot of write-downs. And I want to go back to something on your book. And I'm going to talk about how I met you. I met Dean through, we had a common editor in uh, publishing house. And I met Dean, I was going to, I was going to experience one of his talks. I had, I had average expectations because all of the speakers that I've heard and seen before just were underwhelming to me. Maybe that was my own confirmation bias, but they were a little bit underwhelming. I saw Dean speak the day after I met him. We had dinner at the Ritz-Carlton. And he was the most it, it just captivating individual. And in a room full of people, you thought, he's just talking to me. The examples, the way he engaged, I got it that day. I gave you a five out of five. Why he's a 4.9 overall out of five. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, tell me well, about and, and I think and I think I made you pay to come day that from that <laughs> point on, from that point on, though, I think you and I have always fought over the bill, uh, no matter where we <laughs> go. Right. And, you know, and the interesting thing is this, you know, I, I, I say, you know, we're constantly in a state of becoming. In fact, um, you know, the course that I put together years ago was around this. How do we guess faster? What are the brain shortcuts? How can we help people say yes to us in an honest and ethical way? But if you think about it, every single day is an opportunity for us to be starting different every day. And if we think about what is a process we can follow 
to become better every day. You know, you, one of the things you and my dad share is this focus on continuously improving. My dad would ever say, always say that is ever onward. And you know, your book, you know, always forward is so in alignment with that. In fact, I shared with you years ago when you were in that first book, I think we ought to declare March 4th, Bill Woodich day, because March 4th, always forward, every onward, but, but becoming better is a process. So here's the question I'd ask you all to think about. What if there's a button that you guys could push to become better every single day? And there is, there is a button that you guys can push. And the math, and here's what I wanna share with everyone. The math works like this. All you gotta do is improve 1% a day. And in 70 days, you're twice as good as you are today. So what are the activities? What are the behaviors you can apply to get better. And you don't really have a choice, right, Bill? Because right. the universe isn't gonna let us stay the same as this year proved. Mm -hmm. The universe is, is not gonna allow the same. It's either gonna allow, allow growth or decline. And the choice is ours. And, and therein lies the key. The thing that I think you best talked about in your second book, which is that we have a choice, even when we fail, to decide how we're gonna respond. And for many of the folks listening, guys, I know this year, you know, the quote from Tyson, right? You know, everyone's got a plan till they get, go ahead, go ahead, Bill. Until they get punched in the mouth. And then the second part of the quote, because I, I met Tyson, I had an opportunity and I, I'm sure I shared that with you. I met Tyson and he's a philosopher and I was at first a philosophy major in college among the, the, the degrees I got early on. But Tyson said, everyone's got a plan till they get punched in the mouth. And that's when they forget the basics. And he said, that's why I'm always going to win. Yeah. So, so the basics, right? One of the basics is you got to look at every day as a learning opportunity, even when you fail, you know, which is one of the most beautiful things about your second book. And I think, you know, before anyone looks up my, my stuff, they better read, they better read that book from you because there's, there's thousands of years of learning summarized in that book from you, brother. There are hundreds, thank you. There are hundreds of people listening to this podcast. They, you have, a, you have something that's special. You have a way to get to yes, a proven methodology, not just mantra, not just platitude, not I just do. go always forward. Yep. You've got a way. Can you share some? I got, I got a, I got a toolkit. I, I can give everyone on this podcast a superpower. I, I, I literally got a superpower. You, you know, where's your Batman cup? Hold it up. Hold it up. I mean, this guy, he looks like Batman. He drives a Batmobile. I mean, Bill, Bill is Batman. All right, but I got to tell you, every single one of you can have a superpower because there's five shortcuts and I'm going to give you a tool. What, what I am really is a tool builder, okay? What I, what I look to do, remember that statue of the guy carving himself? I want to put the hammer in your hand. I want to put the chisel in your hand, okay? So guys, if you're listening, I want you to think about the word smart, because I'm gonna summarize everything I've learned in the last 30 years in an acronym. And I'm telling you, this is a superpower. Bill, I was doing 128 miles an hour in a 45 mile an hour speed zone. And I used this superpower to get out of a traffic ticket when I should have been shot and just sent to prison, to dead, right? Done. I've, got, I've used this superpower to get upgrades at every single hotel I've ever stayed at with my daughter. As we've traveled around, you know, we've been to Amsterdam to see Jack White, every place. I've used this superpower to close million dollar deals and to help clients do that. 
So the word is SMART and it stands for these five words. Are you ready? Safe, motion, ask, relate, and trust. Everything starts with people feeling safe with you. And if you follow this process through, the outcome is trust. But here's what we know from behavioral psychology and from brain scientists. The brain looks for shortcuts. The brain looks for ways to connect because anyone, and I'll stop, Bill, anyone you need a yes from, their brain has only two goals in any situation. Goal number one, to keep them alive. Goal number two, to use as little energy as possible to achieve goal number one. It goes back to that ancient phrase. Bill, what, what the ancients knew that the modern brain scientists have proved, useful, meaning keep me alive, dolce, meaning fun or sweet, less energy. So think about this. Number one, guys, ask yourself in any situation, start with safe, ask yourself, what's at risk for this person and how can I lower their risk? You know, that night when I got over, before that police officer got to my car, I had the dome lights in my car turned on, I had all my windows rolled down and I had my hands on the steering wheel. I am never gonna let someone feel at risk with me. The second card, motion. Small commitments, get people in motion. How do we build small commitments? And Bill, you, you can teach entire sales courses as well. I'm sharing with people the brain science behind this stuff. Ask is about creating framing and the importance of the environment we create with the questions we ask and our curiosity. The relate card is the one that's the easiest and the one people overlook. And there's shortcuts we use to relate with people. You know, one of those shortcuts you heard when you walked into my presentation. You know, there's a shortcut I use. You know, I got some music playing and guys, I had a, I had a song playing called You Got the Silver. Now it was being sung by Susan Tedeschi and most people who are not music fans will go, is that Bonnie Raitt? Not Bill Woodich. Bill Woodich walked up to me and under his breath said, nice, it's the Keyshard song, You Got the Silver. But right there, we found something in common, okay? Guys, three C's, pay compliments, find stuff in common, and let people know you're gonna collaborate with them. You're gonna put your arm around them. Now, the end of this is trust, but let me just share with guys, you can start with trust also. The shortcuts to trust, these things that I'm sharing with everyone, Bill, they're called cognitive biases. And I started learning them 27 years ago from this guy, Dr. Robert Cialdini is the most often quoted living psychologist. This is the book, guys, Influence the Psychology of Persuasion. If you wanna learn about the shortcuts, now it's 350 pages, and the, reasons that, the reason that CEOs love my talk is I can share it with them in about five or six minutes, like I'm doing with you guys. But one of the shortcuts, cognitive biases people look at are uniforms, titles, and diplomas. The way we show up. Guys, let me tell you something. When Bill walks into a room, everyone notices. Now he's not wearing a police uniform, but it's the way he shows up. You know, as my daughter said when she met Bill, he's beautiful, daddy, he's beautiful. <laughs> but it, it's the way we show up. Guys, think about the way you're showing up, even in this environment. You know, this little window is my office, okay? The way I'm showing up right now, I put a lot of thought into. 
You know, for those of you who are watching me, this is this is the view outside my place in Florida. I was showing Bill with the snap of the fingers, hurricane at a hit, and go into my office. I mean, guys, the way you show up tells people whether they can trust you or not. So, you, you know, you asked me to give them something of value, Bill. I'm gonna get. I give them the one of the best things. So I create tools, and that smart model is one of those toolkits. So the powerful part here, Bill, is you and I don't have a paradigm that many of the people on this phone call have about the word sales. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and here's where I'm going with this, because I'm here to make a difference. And the vast majority of the folks on this podcast might not be in sales. So here's the number, Bill. One in nine Americans sell, according to the Department of Labor. What, what, do, you, what do you think about that number, Bill? The number's way up, we all sell. Yeah, but here's the problem. If we look up the dictionary definition of it, this is the primary yeah. definition of right. sell as a noun. It means a hoax. Yeah, that's why we always we go, flip, to, we flip it here to, to enrollment. We use enrollment, we don't use sell. Right, so, but why do we do that? Because it means scam, it means yeah. manipulate. So here's the thing, Bill, if we don't share with your listeners, they have to change that paradigm for themselves and their employees. If they don't change that paradigm, they won't do what's necessary to make a difference for their customers because they don't want to be seen as pushy. That so what I'm, what I'm focused on is how can I help non-salespeople realize that these skills are essential? The last 10 minutes, that's platinum stuff. I, I hope people take that, keep that, learn from it because you just did a deep dive into neuroscience and came up and made it look like it was, it was easy. You did, and that is a lot of work. How many years have you, been, have you been in the trenches doing the work to make it look so effortless? Uh, I'm 53, so 53, Bill. <laughs> I already ask you this because people think, and you are, you have this, this, this way you, you walk into a room, you have the presence, you, you have, you, you have the way to move hearts and minds, but you had it. I got to ask you this. How does Dean define success? What are your terms on success? Well, so I got, I got two levels of this. And the first level is it's all about making a difference. Guys, it's, it's you, if you're making a difference, then you're successful, you know? And, you know, for those people I meet who are parents and you know that, that, you know, how close I am with my kid, you know, my other litmus test has been about a person's relationship with their kids, you know? So, so that to me, you know, that's, that's the, the, those are the way we send a message to the future. And I got news for y'all. We ain't going to be here that long. We ain't going to be here that long. So are you being useful? Are you having fun? Are you making a difference? You know, the bigger the deposit, the more you'll get back. You know, Zig said it best, you know, old Ziggler, man. You know, if you're lucky, Bill, once or twice in your life, you're going to meet a speaker or someone who's going to change your life. For me, that's happened dozens and dozens of times. I was 22 years old at the Brendan Byrne Arena in the Meadowlands in New Jersey. Zig Ziggler gets up on stage, Bill, and in front of 50,000 people says, you can have anything you want if you're willing to do what it takes to have those things. But you have to be a certain kind of person to do those things. He goes, you got to be before you can do and you got to do before you can have. And I had to be honest with myself. I wanted to have a lot of stuff and I wasn't doing what was necessary. You got to be the kind of person that's willing to do that stuff. You, uh, that again 
you've got to do the work and you've got to see what it is. And then you've got to be able to make that ultimate sacrifice of doing what it takes to get those things be and do Dean. That, that was brilliant. But I got to ask you the other side of the coin because you've been there as well. Failure. It's the tough yeah. side. It's the stuff we don't want to talk about. It's when you get your hands dirty. Tell me about the biggest failure you've had and what did you learn from it? So the two things that, that I would learn that I would say to learn from the biggest failure and, uh, you are a witness to some of my biggest failures. I don't fail small, Bill. I fail in front of my whole family. I fly <laughs> friends in from around the country. I, I fail publicly, okay? And you know what the Top Guns say about failure? Because I got a buddy who's a Top Gun and wrote the debriefing program for the Top Guns. I got a buddy who's a Brigadier General. You know what the generals say about after action reviews? If you learn something, it's not a failure, yeah. it's a success. So here's the two things. And, and I reminded of my, myself of this as I read your book, Fail More. I, I, want, I wish someone had said this to me 30 years ago. Here's the first thing. I wish they had handed me a permission slip and said, Dino, it's okay to screw up. Bill, nobody ever told me that. So when you go through, your, through life thinking it ain't okay to screw up, wow, is that hard. And the second thing, that I wish someone had given me was a non-compete agreement. I wish someone had said, focus on yourself, man. Be the best you, you can be and don't keep score. Don't keep score. So, you know, wh where do we start? You wanna talk about, you wanna talk about failure? Where, you wanna talk about how I failed today? You wanna talk about how I failed yesterday? Bill, you, it's all, in, and it's an acronym and I heard a lunatic say this on Larry King years ago, Gary Busey, the actor, a lunatic. Larry King was interviewing him. He was, his head was all wrapped up because Gary Busey had just fallen off a motorcycle after fighting to have the California motorcycle helmet laws changed. <laughs> Gary Busey then falls off crack. And, and Larry King goes, Gary, you're a laughing stock. And, and Gary Busey, who's a lunatic says, Larry, failing is an acronym, F-A-I-L-I-N-G. Find an important lesson, invite needed growth. <laughs> that's a walk-off right there. Uh, that's excellent. Uh, again, you're, you're, you're bringing some tremendous knowledge and wisdom to the, to the stage. I've got to ask you this. Where can we find you? Because by now people are going, okay, we got to get more of him. You Where know, find him? you know, as I say to as as I say to women on match.com, I'm the only Dean Minuto. And if you Google it, you're gonna learn all you want about me. And <laughs> and, and and literally, I'm the only Dean Minuto. I don't know how many Bill Wittiches. When you type in Bill Wittich, that's a pretty unique name. How many Bill Wittiches are there? Don't know, but it'd be Bruce Wayne, but that Bruce Wayne, all right. You know, BW. Right. You don't think that Bill Wittich BW and, and Bruce Wayne is an accident, right? I mean, it's just Wow, BW, how about or, that? How about that? that? Well, there's a whole area of study that says that nomenclature and naming actually drives people towards certain things. Yeah, really. So it's Yescalate is the main website, uh, dean at yescalate.com. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of videos out there. The new book that I'm working on is called Starting Different. And it's all based on the behaviors that I've been talking about today, which I refer to as the essentials. What are the fundamentals, the essential behaviors that will help you and your team move forward? You know, and I've identified 20, roughly 20. I mean, you could say 60, you could say that there's 10. Ben Franklin identified 13. 
and he focused on one every day, every week for 13 weeks. So this isn't a new concept. You know, uh, Loyola, Ignatius Loyola built the Jesuits off of identifying specific behaviors. So this is, you know, anyways, we're going to, you and I are going to get into one of our history and, and philosophy I conversations, no, I but. I know what's off. It took me until now. You're not wearing anything orange. I am too. All of the, all of the trim on this shirt is orange. <laughs> ah, there it is. Okay. That, there the it is. watch. What are you talking about, man? All the buttonholes are orange. I couldn't see it. Oh, you got it there. Now the world is right again. It, it was it, the axis of the world is back on where it, where it should be. That is your. It's color. all there. It's all there, brother. You know, I go black and red with my stuff, but Dean goes orange and you can, it's, it's, it's incredible. It's awesome stuff. Dean, what is next for you? So now you're raising the bar every day in your life. You're, you're, you're looking at the new day and thinking, okay, I'm going to elevate to the next level. What, what's, what's new for you? What's next? So I, I think what's next for me is, is, is there a system that I can help you? It's, it's not about a beginning and end. You know, I, I put this visual up because this is, you know, there's a huge aha that I've had. And, and by the way, it's, it's in the zeitgeist right now. You know, you hear Simon Sinek talking about, you hear others talking about it. You hear this idea of an infinite game. Mm -hmm. And so what are the mileposts that I can give people to focus on as they're running on this track? You know, how can I help them fill their fuel tanks? Um, how can I help them align their wheels? You know, can I give them a GPS? So many of the tools that I'm putting together have those names. You know, I created a GPS for the human brain. It's a gain pain score, and it's very simple. I created a series of wheel alignments for my clients, even around making virtual presentations. But it's this um, visual metaphor that we are high performance machines and all of us and even a high performance machine, Bill, whether it's your Ferrari, whether it's my Mercedes, they gotta have maintenance, they gotta have wheel alignments. Yet we don't build those into our lives to help us stay high performance. So that, that's where my focus is right now. And, and as I said earlier, helping folks understand that it's not just one in nine Americans that are in sales. We all spend half of our day, every single day, trying to influence, trying to persuade. Now, now you're social media person from Buffalo, your, your, your assistant, Kelsey, they, they got it easier. They got it easier just because as soon as they come in and people see them, we want to be influenced by them. Um, but a lot of others, the rest of us, Bill, you and I got to work for it, right? Work. We need tools. We need, we need help. So so that, that's my focus. And, Dee, and can, you you know, go, uh, can you go back one screen? Go back to that screen. What, that, this one here? Hold on. This one I'm here? interested in your, this is awesome. I'm interested in your take on, on meaning for that. Explain what that means. Yeah, so, so here's the challenge, folks. This right here is where this rider is now, okay? This over here is the last part of the track he went on. That's the past. Looking back ain't going to be helpful for him. In fact, it might really be dangerous, okay? And by the way, looking too far ahead ain't going to be helpful for him. We got to be right here in this moment. That's where we find peace. That's where we find joy. You know, you've had several of my friends come on your show 
Um, you had my friend, Dr. Bill Crawford, who talks about being here, noticing in this moment. I mean, here's a psychologist with, you know, three PBS specials and seven books and stress, anxiety, stress and anxiety come from not being in this moment at this point on your journey in your race. So, so that's my, that's, that's one of my huge personal learnings over this last couple of years, which is. If you can't see it on the podcast, happiness isn't around the corner. It is the corner. And there's someone with his knee almost to the ground on a motorcycle. That, yeah. And, and by, by the way, if you type that in, that's a, that's a, that's a painting of a, a photograph. Of course, it's had some artwork done to it that I've had framed, bought on the canvas. And I actually sent it to a dear friend and one of my clients as well, because, you know, this is what we're all doing. We're all on this journey. So I, I just want to say, I don't know who owns that, that image. Uh, but I did buy two copies of it. And I took a picture of it here at my house and put it into this, this presentation. I didn't do it as well as you. But I remember in my 20s, dating a, a woman. And, and, and I told her, you know, you got to take down the rearview mirror, because all you're doing is looking in the past, we're going to hit the potholes, we're probably going to go over a cliff, you've got to look through the big, the big windshield, not keep looking back, you got to see where you're going. I like the way you framed it. Can't see too, you can't look too far ahead. You got to look in the now and looking behind you. Yeah. Behind you, guess what's there? We've all experienced this this year. We sit and we we regret every darn thing. Oh, stop. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do any of it. And we can't. And if we go too far in the future, it's all anxiety. So starting <laughs> different is about, you know, being right. here in this moment. You're, you're right. Dean, if you're going to if you're going to boil it down to, to a couple, right? things you've learned in dealing with, I, I can't even wrap my head around the number. How, how many CEOs do you think you've been in touch with or presented to? Yeah, um, I mean, so I, I just in terms of Vistage, Vistage is the largest CEO membership organization in the world. And I've delivered more than 900 talks within Vistage. So if you just say 15 people on average at each talk. I mean, we're, we're, you know, 13 or 14,000 business owners and CEOs, you know, and then if you think about some of the larger audiences I've spoken to at association events, I mean, now you're at probably, ah, gosh, how, how, who knows how many multiples over that. So a lot, a lot of folks. And the key is this, I, I say this, and, and I want you guys to think about this. You guys are here every day to make a difference for someone. I don't know who that is for you guys today. You know, I hope that there's been someone on this, on this podcast or someone listening later that says that I made a difference because when I wake up, I say I'm here to make a difference for someone and it ain't always easy. You know, Bill, it's, it was 35 below was the wind chill I was in Wisconsin. And so, I mean, that's so cold. You grew up in Pittsburgh, Erie. Eerie, right? It's so cold, you can't even open your eyes. That's how cold it is. And I was there to deliver a talk to a group of CEOs. And, and I actually looked up and I said, why, Lord? Why am I in Wisconsin, 35 below? And, and I, I actually reminded myself, I'm here for one person. You know, at the end of that talk, she walks up to me. She says, Dino, my name's Judy. She said, will you come back in June and, 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 and speak to my team? I said, will it be warm in June? She goes, yes, it'll be warm. And I said, I'll come back, Judy. Judy walks away. Bill, the head of the group walks up, says, do you know what you just said yes to? I said, to speak for you. He goes, no, no, that's Judy Faulkner. She's on the Forbes list. 
You just agreed to speak to 6,000 employees. You never know. Folks, we're all on stage. People are all watching us. It doesn't matter what you do. We're all here to make a difference. Excellent. Now, who are you going to make a difference for today? Yep. That's excellent. Dean, I got to give you a walk off on this, okay? This is a wrap up. If you could write a paragraph about what you've learned from your experiences and leave it for others to follow, what would that paragraph read like? What would it look wow. like? Well, I would, I, would, I would take paragraphs from others, certainly. But the, the first thing I would say is always focus on making a difference. Continue to learn. And then my favorite line comes from Thoreau. Advance confidently in the direction of your dreams. Endeavor to live the life which you have imagined. And you will meet with a success unexpected in common hours. That's what I wish for all your, all your listeners. I wish for you guys all a success unexpected. Bill Woodich has achieved a success unexpected. You want to know how he did it? Go to school on him. Okay? I have achieved a success unexpected. It's a different kind of success, but it's the one that I wanted. And the key to advancing confidently, folks, is to be curious. Curiosity is the key. Boom. Is that a grand slam walk off in the bottom of the ninth. You know what? There's so much, Jill, I'm going to speak with Jillian, my social media coordinator who's in here right now. I want to play this back because I'm going to learn so much just by listening to it again, because it was, he, you are laying out some real, real gold bars. And, and I think people Thank you, my friend. Notes. they need to get, and they need to find you because your stuff is real. It's relatable. It's relevant and you will change lives. They just need to, to find D Menudo get in there and learn about you because you're bringing it every day. You're my, Thank you're you, my friend and you have been outstanding. It is an honor to have you on. It's you an honor to be here. So will you guys send me a copy of the recording so that I can just look through it myself as well? Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Jillian might do it. I don't know. Jillian. <laughs> Miss Buffalo. Until next time, you've been listening to The Unstoppables. My guest today, the incredible, the sensational Dean Menudo. He is all that and more. Thank My you. My man. Cheers. You've been listening to The Unstoppables. If you liked today's episode, please consider subscribing. We have a new episode every Thursday. Please help spread the word of the show by leaving us a positive review on iTunes or Stitcher. Those five-star reviews really help out the show. You can subscribe to The Unstoppables on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher to stay up to date on the latest episodes. Thanks again for listening. Always forward.